Welcome to the Creating Wealth and Wellness podcast. Your hosts, Amanda Kingsley and Tara Misseldine, team up to take you on a journey where freedom is cultivated through personal development, where women connect to fuel their futures, and where wealth is created as a byproduct of being well. Welcome back, friends, to the Creating Wealth and Wellness podcast. We are so happy that you are joining us again. I have a particularly exciting thing to talk with Amanda about today, and it's been on my mind all day. So I'm grateful that she said, well, let's just have this conversation on air. (laughs) Uh, But before we get into it, let's um, start the show the way that we always do by acknowledging one of our awesome reviews on iTunes. Um, This cannot be underestimated how much these help us. It allows other people who would never get to see our show or listen to our show to actually find us in iTunes that they might stumble across us. So we just wanted to thank Ketchup Cracker who left a really, really sweet review um, actually in the earlier days of launching the podcast. And it's just as simple. It says, so helpful for me right now in this moment. Thanks. Um, Thank you so much, whoever you are, Ketchup Cracker. This, it was so brief and yet so poignant to just that's what we all need, right? That's where we all get what we need is when we need it, it shows up. And we are so grateful that this podcast got to be that for you. Thank you for stopping by. Um, and please stay in touch. So Amanda, what is your gratitude that we want to open this show with today? Are you ready for it? I'm so ready. Are you sure? <laughs> I, yeah. Okay. Wait, wait. Okay. I'm totally ready. It's you. <laughs> what? I wasn't ready. <laughs> No, it came up a lot for me in last year's, um, because in December I do a lot of just like review and processing and and gratitude and goal setting. And I'm just so grateful that you launched this podcast thing because I'm sure I've said it before, but it's something I've always wanted to do. And just you were the woman behind the logistics and the courage and it's such, it feels like such an important piece of my whole picture right now. I can't imagine not having it. So thank you for all you do to make it happen and all you did to get it going. <laughs> thank you. Well, that makes me very, very happy this morning. Thank you. Um, okay. So my gratitude is, is actually for my daughter. And I know I say this a lot, but this is the one particular thing I'm feeling really grateful for right now. And that is the teaching that comes through my super wise child where she knows exactly what to say to be both confronting and empowering. (laughs) Um, And I just, I love the lessons that she teaches me. It's just really, really fun and awesome and makes me feel like a better person. So it's pretty pretty cool. I'm grateful for my wise my wise three year old who's almost four. Beautiful. My mind really soon, right? Yeah, like in a month, almost exactly a month. Mm. It's really crazy. So I also want to apologize to everyone that I am still carrying around the remainder of this cold that knocked me out um, at the end of last year. So I'm sorry that I sound so nasally and I'm probably going to be sniffly and stuff in the background, loud into my mic. <laughs> oh well. <Sounds> <laughs> Okay, so everyone, we today are going to be talking about um, essentially patience, uh, but not necessarily the patience that's required in our everyday lives. We're talking on like the grander scale of like creative ambition patience. Um, 
So I was, during my quiet time of reading this morning, I, I'm trying so hard uh, to wrap up the last few chapters of a book that I totally love. Um, it's called uh, You Are a Badass at Making Money, and it's by Jen Sincero, and I totally love her. She's crazy irreverent. She's got a really potty mouth. She writes exactly the way that I talk in my head, which makes it really fun to read her stuff. Um, and I started reading this book a couple of months ago, um, and somewhere in the course of the book, everything kind of shifted for me, and the slump that made me start the book went away. And so I've had a hard time finishing the book. I'm like, got like three chapters left. Um, but this morning I'm reading one and she was talking about patience being one of the most key things that's required to shift your everything around money. Um, and she had just like this one tiny phrase included in a sentence that said something like, you know, let's stop peeling the petals off of our flowers. Um, and I was just like, oh my God, that is exactly the wisdom that I need right now. Because I've gotten through some of that like overwhelm slump thing that was happening for me for a while. And now like all of the flow of ideas and creativity has started to come back in. And I've already made the very intentional choice, um, partly through my, you know, like desire mapping, the Danielle Laporte stuff that I fell in love with at the at the close of last year, and also the program that I'm in with Amanda live live my why, I'm extremely intentional about needing to choose nourishment and kindness and welcoming a little bit more rest and slowness. And of course, now is when all of these ideas are <laughs> like flooding like a fire hose into my soul. <laughs> Funny how rest does that. I know. And I have to like actively choose like, I love you. Welcome. Not right now. You know? Ooh, I'm I, writing that down. Okay. I love you. Welcome. Not right now. Um, I say that to my kids sometimes. <laughs> That's so true. You're right. Maybe a very universal mother tool right there. Um, yeah. So I, I'm so excited to have this conversation with Amanda because she is, you, you are one of the most productive and yet focused ambitious women that I've ever met. Like, I don't, you can just be so all in on something, which is something that I, I want and I value. I'm not that great at that. Um, if I'm, I'm very sparkly, oh, this thing is very exciting to me. Therefore, it's going to get a ton of my energy um, along with all of these other things that are exciting and beautiful to me. <laughs> and then I end up wow. not being, I don't have that focused productivity like I see in you. So I'm, I'm excited to have But it, all of our blessings are curses too, right? Because for me, I love the, like we're secret adventurers, right? Like I love the new thing. I find the new thing and I'm like, oh, this brilliant idea just flooded in and I know exactly how to execute it and it's going to be amazing. Um, and then I do it and I love it and I keep going, but then I, go to the next thing. And so my weakness is that I don't go to the depth, right? Like sometimes I'm so excited about going and creating and producing the next thing that I don't get to the level of depth where real like grounded success comes in, right? Interesting. Cause I see something so different in you. Like I... <laughs> From from my perspective, I see you getting to so much more of that depth than what I feel like I'm doing in my life, but it's interesting and sort of resonant that, you know, you feel similarly. I'm sure that many people listening with some of those archetypes 
probably feel the same way because we are yeah. starters. We we love to like set the fire and watch it while it's beautiful. And as soon as things start to like ember down, we're like, okay, where's my next gasoline coming from? Yeah. Um, yeah so what what do you think of this concept? Of- oh, there's so many things I want to talk about here. Okay, One yeah, go start. Is, um, so I love this idea that you brought up that when you consciously like quieted down and rested everything came flooding in right it's like you opened the doors by 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 choosing that space right i sometimes say about feng shui and i feel the same way about like meditation and um that kind of like real spiritual practice like grounding practice that sometimes i can't do too much of it because there's so many ideas come in that I can't keep up with the ideas. So I get rid of the practice, like the feng shui or the meditation, whereas really I should just learn to manage all the ideas. But I'm like, I gotta stop. I gotta stop <laughs> meditating because I can't handle all these ideas. Turn down the faucet, yeah. <laughs> really what I need to do is learn to manage all the ideas. One of my favorite ways to manage the influx of new ideas, um, I can't remember now who introduced it to me. Maybe somebody listening knows who brought, who, you know, sent this concept out into the world, but is the parking lot. Mm. And so I use like a three ring binder planner because I always want to add new things to it. Anyway, um, I always have a place. I even have a place on my Google keyboard that says parking lot. And so sometimes I get an idea and I immediately put it in the parking lot. And if I can't stop thinking about that idea, I know I'm supposed to execute it. But a lot of times just putting it in the parking lot as like a someday project is enough to give me the clarity mm-hmm. of whether or not I'm supposed to move forward and let it bloom like the flower Jen's talking about or let it bloom in its own time and wait until it calls me back. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, totally. And I have I have sort of a similar strategy. Um, and I use Trello, which I know you hate. <laughs> I know. I love how different we are. It's my favorite thing about us. <laughs> um, and I have something I have a similar list that is called ideas for later. And I agree with you that I will like have these ideas and it feels better just to put them somewhere knowing that I'm not going to lose them and that I can revisit it later, but it's not like I need to hold it in my head. Um, I find the most challenging and maybe this, I'd like to know how you feel about this too. Um, The most challenging is when one of those ideas feels like it would really serve something else that I'm already actively doing. But it would definitely either require a lot more time or take things in a slight pivot or um, if it would impact what I'm currently committed to in a big way, sometimes even though like that, that's my biggest battle is when I have those ideas because it, it makes perfect sense in certain categories to do it, but in other categories, really not. Um, So being willing to have that conversation with myself and actually look at both, you know, options, like, That that seems to be the hardest place for me is when I'm like super torn on whether or not it belongs in my current to do or in my ideas for later. Right. So being the why girl, of course, the first question I ask myself is like, is this in alignment with my why? Mm -hmm. 
number one question always for me. The next question is like, I, I look at what else is on my plate. This is sort of the concept you're looking at is I look at what else is on my plate and say, does this serve like um, fertilize, um, feed, fuel the projects that are already on my plate or does it take away from them? Mm -hmm. um, it's, yeah, it's, it's exactly what you said, which is just a major self-discovery process and, and growth discovery process. <laughs> and there's no right way to do it. I, I mean, that's what this podcast is all about. It's just the two of us coming together and going, here's what I do, here's what I do. This mm -hmm. is where it's working, this is where it's not working. Um, but it's a really interesting thing to think about and to look at. Uh, yeah, totally. So this actually just reminded me of a book that was, um, the concept of it was very transformative for me, like not last year, but the year before. Um, and it was The One Thing. Yes. Who is that? Applebaum or something like that? It's what the, was the real name? estate guy, Keller. Or, uh, okay, we'll look it up and I we'll make sure that we include. I can see it across my room. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> real estate um <coughs> is it keller anyway yeah so the but the idea for anyone who hasn't read the book or doesn't know what i'm talking about when i reference the one thing um i use it all the time in my management of my cleaning company because i i manage a large team and we're all sort of working toward similar goals um on different stuff many times um but the idea is that when you have a big huge list of things to do, prioritize the one thing that would actually make everything else easier or unnecessary, um, which is really hard to do for me because I love to look at a giant to-do list and I'm always drawn to like the low-hanging fruit, at the very least to like develop momentum to actually tackle the rest of the list. But mm. oftentimes that leaves me doing all of like, you know, the fruity stuff, all of the stuff that was fun to do and not super impactful. And then sometimes really important things get pushed to the point where I'm either exhausted because of everything that I've already tackled um, or I don't actually get to them because I simply run out of time. So uh, that that is really, I don't know how that connects to this patience, but I think it does. <laughs> well, it gave me a I kind of lost aha <laughs> about my own life right now. It's funny because just just yesterday I was listening to a podcast that mentioned the one thing again, and now you're talking about it again. And as you were talking, I was like, "It's a fly! It. It's a fly!" I know what I need to do, and I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks all you listeners for listening through this, so I could have my <laughs> aha moment. <laughs> well, we are here to learn too. Like we can't stress that enough. Um, I I. I feel like I was called to do this podcast to give me the opportunity to bounce off of Amanda more often because this is what happens for us. Good so, stuff. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so I know this both kick, I think we have like maybe two more minutes before we should wrap up, but this came up for both of us. This is mo this morning, which is why we, um, why we decided to talk about it. It wasn't on our list of, of topics that we intended to record about today, but um, it came up and felt really important. So I'm curious now, based on this conversation, I'm thinking about the, and this might obviously change, but I'm thinking about the project it came up for for me today and whether or not I'm going to move forward. And I'm curious whether or not you are going to move forward, what you're going to do with 
what you thought about this morning. <laughs> like how did this conversation change where you were at this morning? Yeah. Well, interestingly, I hadn't, um, I, I still want to put it through my why. I think yeah, I need to take, too. I need to go yeah. through that process a little more deeply yep. um, with permission. Like I, I think that I'm scared of saying yes to it, even if it's the right thing. Um, but, and I think that's because I'm not exactly clear on how it is impacting my why and my intentions right now. It just yeah. feels like a big thing, but it might be a really good big thing. And that's, I guess, the piece that I'm not clear on. So that's what I will be doing is taking it deeper into my why program. Perfect. Yeah. Well, I like that answer. (laughs) It is. It's always the first question I ask. And then it's like, how else does it impact everything else? It's Mm -hmm. so important. Yeah, totally. All right. Well, that was fun. I don't even know. I hope it was helpful to everybody because I feel like we, we, there was so much content in there that we just kept bouncing. (laughs) I know. I know. Well, feel free to let us know. We're, We're welcome to constructive feedback too. And if anyone has other ways um, that they sort of decide when or, you know, one, one thing that keeps coming up for me that I feel like I need to say out loud before we wrap up is the other book that I come back to a lot, which is I'm looking at David Allen's Getting Things Done. Mm-hmm. And so I, Tara and I didn't even share with each other what our projects were this morning that came to us, our creative genius. Um, but I keep thinking about David Allen and his concept of like, if you can do it in, what does he say? Less than two minutes or less than three minutes, just do it. Um, and so I, obviously the project I came up with today can't be done in two minutes and be done, but sort of that concept of like, is it small enough that you can just make it a part of your life really easy or is it so big and you can just get it done? It doesn't like require all this like massive production. Cause the project I want to do is really could be like maybe 15 minutes a week and would have a huge impact. So it's a similar concept to David Allen's like, if you can do it quickly, just do it and move mm-hmm. on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, that's another book who, that helps me like decide where to put things, getting things done. Cool. Well, we will put both of them in the show notes because we, we are, we are both devotees to good books. Yeah. Um, and even even mediocre books, I think I always get something worthwhile out of, even if like it was just the one little nugget. So and you, you, never, know, you never know which one's going to like be the tipping point for you. Absolutely. And you were talking about finishing the last three chapters of that book. And I don't believe that we have to finish books. I believe that like we're called back to them to read the sections that we're meant to read. And it's totally okay. If you pick up the first three pages and have a major aha, like go ahead and read the rest of the book or set it down until you're ready to pick it up again. Thank like, you for that. Thank you for that validation. Cause I, I, there have actually but probably only been maybe a handful of books that I have read cover to cover. Yeah. I think <laughs> um, all yeah. right, well, then let's move awesome. on to our asks. Is that cool. something? Yes, I have a very, very clear, easy ask. Go. Listeners, if you have not yet, please go to amandastarkingsley.com and get more information on the Live Your Why program. I have been doing it now. We have had our one, our first, like, in-person coaching session. Um, and if you're not if you're not doing this, you are missing out. And that that's where I'm going to end it. 
please go and get more information at the very least. You're going to need it sooner or later. <laughs> You're a doll. Oh, I'm so glad it's, it's helpful to you. Um, <laughs> that was one of those projects that came to me in a massive download. I was like, the world needs this. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, how do I even follow that up, girlfriend? Um, you have it planned out, don't you? What you want to do? Well, I did. I read so good about coming now I have to and... choose from my list, but I'm just going to stick to really logistical because I actually, and Tara, maybe you can help me with this too. Um, super non like emotional, like Tara just hit me with. Um, I am traveling just for a weekend work trip in two weeks. And so I'm always curious what people's travel trip tips are. Like, what are your weekend airport travel tips, um, being productive on the plane travel tips, getting good sleep travel tips? Uh, if you have any, hit me with them because I'm, I'm going to be doing more travel in my future, and especially for little work events. And, um, and I'm always curious. I think they can be helpful to everyone. Yeah, awesome. That's a good one, especially for parents because sometimes it adds a different dimension. <laughs> right? <laughs> All right. All right. Cool. Well, thank you, everybody. And until next time, be awesome. All right. Love ya. Bye. Thanks for joining us for another episode. If you haven't already done so, please do us the honor of leaving a rating and review on iTunes and check in with us on social. Amanda Kingsley is a work from home mother of three. Her mission is to empower others to live fuller lives. Learn more about her at her website, amandastarkingsley.com. Tara Misseldine is a passionate entrepreneur founding several businesses over the last 15 years. She's currently living the adventure of being a CEO, mom, and collaborative coach. Find her at allin.life.